heart's desire when we pray. Holy Spirit, lift us higher when we pray. When we pray. When we pray. Let it not be for a season when we Wisdom and not reason when we pray. Let your name be our petition when we pray. When we pray. When we pray. 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 Lord, show us the way.
and the power of his blood. I come before you, Lord, recognizing that you are supreme in authority. Your power is great in the heavens and the earth, and your anger is shown against all wickedness and the evil imagination of men. Father, I boldly approach your throne yet again, this time asking for grace and mercy for your bride, the church. Your word says that judgment shall begin at the house of God. So let the church bear the greatest indictment because your invisible works are clearly seen, demonstrating your eternal power and divine nature. All men are without excuse. Yet through hypocrisy, we have given place to your enemies to blaspheme your great and holy name. Because of our perversion and deceitfulness, which brings shame to your name, they question whether we are really your children. For this cause, Lord, we are guilty and bear the greater burden. We have been weighed in the balance and been found wanting, yet we refuse to change our path. We have been deliberate in our great trespass before you, Lord, and we are not hidden from your sight. We have provoked you to anger with our foolish and unwise behavior, being spiritually blind and naked, allowing the world to see our shame. Heavenly Father, because you are a God of mercy and great compassion, we come before you in humility that you may examine our ways. We come before you, confess them, that if we humble ourselves and pray, seek your face, and turn from our wicked ways, then will you hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and heal our land. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, we thank you, Heavenly Father, that your hands are not shortened that they cannot save, nor your ear heavy that it cannot hear. We stand before you, Lord, to answer the indictment that has been laid against us, and pray that through repentance our sins will be forgiven. For we have done wicked things in your sight, even rebellion against your commandments and your continued reminders and warnings. In the name of Jesus, we acknowledge our shortcomings and weaknesses, seeking to be washed in the blood of our Savior Jesus Christ. For we were called to be the salt of the earth, a people that would bear witness to your name, follow your examples, live by your commandments, and set a difference between that which is holy and that which is profane. Instead, our hearts have been pierced with the desires of the world, and we have adopted their ways, chasing after materialism and lust and compromising your standards. We have not sought you for who you are, but for what you can give and how much we can get. We have allowed worldliness into your church and created unholy alliances with the world, calling that which is evil good and that which is good evil, while refusing to take a righteous stand. We have sought validation from the world and coveted the admiration of men who have perverted your statutes for selfish gain. We have shown them all that is in your sanctuary, giving access to thieves and robbers who now make merchandise of your sheep and a mockery of your name. We have failed to protect the innocent, neglected the cries of the poor, and watched as families are being destroyed. We have not sanctified you in the eyes of the people, becoming powerless gift chasers who adorn the things on the outside while failing to address the evil within. We have compromised your word by seeking popularity and friendship with the world, choosing to entertain the masses with our talents and gifts while watering down your word and speaking fables instead of convicting people to change. We stand idle as the innocent are snatched from the womb while we defend the guilty giving them place on your stage. We are consumed with the pursuit of wealth, while at the same time we are robbed of morality, dignity, and holiness. Through compromise and exploitation, we have lost our influence. Through sermonettes and motivational speeches, we have catered to itching ears, and through hypocrisy and double standards, our pulpits have been stripped of power and authority. 
We have even embraced the lifestyles of this world and distorted the meaning of your love instead of preaching the sovereign design and plan of God. We have lost our way, Lord, and given over the years of this life. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, forgive us, Father, for we bombard your throne with selfish prayers while the world around us declines and decay, drifting further and further away from you. We have been mesmerized by the lust of the world and desensitized by its influences while engaging in unspeakable acts, adultery and fornication, abortions, drunkenness, promiscuity, hatred and insensitivity, drug use, blasphemies, idolatry, man lying with man, women lying with women. We defile ourselves by flooding our minds with pornography, immorality and lust and other kinds of sexual perversion. We have neglected our children and not taught them your ways, putting success and riches before love and direction. We have allowed our marriages to grow cold, harbored unforgiveness, and refused to show affection, while opening the door for the enemy to wreak havoc in our families. We have become a lukewarm church, lacking holiness and obedience to your word, even denying your name, Lord, and abandoning the cross. We have allowed false prophets to operate in the church while embracing false gods and religions. We are in a backslidden state and confess our sins before you. We were all born into this world with something to surrender, but so many of us have refused to let go, choosing to embrace our fallen nature by making excuses for sin, as opposed to trusting your word for deliverance and healing. In doing so, we have denied the power of the cross and the delivering authority of your resurrection. We go down in the water, but never come up, sinking further and further into the depth you gave your life to conquer. We have titles without meaning, performances without actors, services without substance, and buildings that are lifeless when it comes to the real power of God. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, we repent, Lord, and ask for your forgiveness. Lord, let your anger and fury be held back and let your mercy fall upon us as we repent of our wicked deeds and turn back to you. Let us once again be the people you have chosen to show yourself strong in the earth, that through our examples and trusting your word, the world will once again look to the church for salvation and demonstration of the true power of God. Lord, please hear our cry, incline thine ear, and behold our frail state, that we may eagerly approach your throne with boldness and have confidence at your appearing. Your word says that you will never leave or forsake us, and we come to you by faith, knowing that without faith it is impossible to please you. Deliver us from the guilt of the past, and wipe away all condemnation, for through our sin we have given the enemy access to our lives, and the legal right to carry out his diabolical plan of destruction against us. But now, Lord, through repentance his rights have been revoked. In the name of Jesus, we denounce Satan and his demonic forces of evil, and his rebellion against the kingdom of God. In the name of Jesus and the finished work of the cross, he loses all rights to torment, deceive, destroy, afflict, and manifest himself in the lives of your people. And we sever all ties, cooperation, agreement, conspiracy, and relationship with the world and the world system. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, we command Satan to loose every stronghold, demonic manifestation, false belief, vice, grip, addiction, spell, and curse right now according to the word of God. We choose you, Lord, and the finished work of the cross, and want no part of Satan and the temptations of this world. I declare right now that we are loosed in your precious name. Lord, we renew our covenant and commitment to you, 
and exercise our choice to faithfully serve you with all of our heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. In the name of Jesus, we make a conscious choice to turn back to you and once again follow after your statutes and commandments and pledge our undivided service and devotion to you. But we have been bought with a price and serving you is our reasonable service. So help us, Lord, to be lights in this world, ambassadors of the Most High God and instruments of righteousness, representing your will and not our own. I pray, Lord, that our hunger and thirst for you is never quenched and that you give us both to will and to do your good pleasure, that we as a church may fulfill the calling and purpose that you have spoken over our lives. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, we denounce the pleasures of this world, false doctrine and all forms of spiritual adultery. We pray that you expose the synagogue of Satan operating behind church walls, every lying and deceitful spirit and demons operating as angels of light. Let us not worship or reverence anyone or anything but the true and living God and drive out the spirit of Antichrist. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I pray that you remove all doubts and bring revelation to every distortion of the truth and that we drive out the spirit of Jezebel that teaches fornication, lust, and idolatry. That her curse, seduction, and influence be broken and bound right now in the name of Jesus and erased from the hearts and minds of your people. I ask, Lord, that the depths of Satan operating in the church be exposed and driven out in Jesus' name. That we no longer defile ourselves through the lust of the flesh and the pride of life, hating all evil, pride, arrogance, and the evil way. Grant us spiritual discernment that we are not deceived. Let us examine the fruit of a man and not be gift chasers led astray by talents, gifts, and charisma. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I pray that the church will once again be known for its good works, love, faith, dedication, patience, and compassion to all men. That we hate the sin but love the sinner, understanding that we have all fallen short of the glory of God. Let us love according to the word of God, standing on the truth, preaching the word in and out of season and making no provision for the flesh, while understanding that grace is not an excuse for sin and a justification for heaven. Help us, Lord, to minister without compromise to those seeking the truth and be found without spot or wrinkle, boldly proclaiming the truth of Christ and the power of his resurrection. Let us live and reign with Christ, clothed with holiness and abiding in his presence through eternity. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I speak life into your church and come against all dead things. Let our branches bring forth fruit in their season and our roots be nourished by the waters of life. Let us be called and set apart, chosen and faithful, serving as kings and priests in your kingdom, knowing that we are in the end times, that we be not lulled to sleep by the passing of days, nor deceived by scoffers who deny your coming, but that we are watchful and that day does not overtake us as a thief in the night. We are pilgrims in the earth and this is not our home. So we look forward to the rapture and second coming of Christ, having faith that the promises of God shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus, I pray that we hold fast to our belief that you are the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man cometh to the Father but by you, and that we never lose our boldness and passion for the Most High God. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I pray that we are not weary in well-doing, and that we have a desire to spend quality time in your word and in fellowship with you, that we neglect not the fellowshipping of the saints, as we are one in the body of Christ and sealed by the precious gift of the Holy Spirit, that we may all faithfully walk in the calling and purpose we have been given, pressing toward the mark and high calling of Jesus Christ our Lord, 
I thank you, Lord, that you are able to keep that which we have committed unto you against that day, and that nothing we have done is in vain, but all things are accounted to our heavenly account that we may be rich towards God. Lord, let us run this race with patience, looking unto you who has endured the cross and despised the shame for the joy that was set before you, that our names be confessed before the Father and written in the Lamb's book of life. I pray, Lord, that we are steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the love of God, that we may receive a crown of life promised to those who endure until the end. Now unto God, who knows the beginning from the end, who is our shield in time of trouble, and who causes us to endure the fiery furnaces of life, we give you honor and praise. We proclaim and ascribe greatness to your name, for your deeds are perfect and all that you do is just and fair. You own the cattle on a thousand hills and cause darkness to flee in the presence of light. I pray, Lord, that we demonstrate our gratitude for all that you have done by keeping your commandments. For your word says, Obedience is better than sacrifice, and rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Let your word be a light unto our path, revelation in darkness, and our blueprint for all matters pertaining to this life and the one thereafter. It is through you, Heavenly Father, and the power of your might, that one could chase a thousand and two could put ten thousand to flight. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. These things I ask and pray and affirm in Jesus' great and holy name. Amen. 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 Good evening. Happy Sabbath. And you are listening to, and thank you for joining us, because you are listening to LPJ 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing Bible Study Hour. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm ready. And are you ready for I, I, more I'm, I'm Bible ready. study? I'm ready. For, I'm ready for the Word. I'm always ready to learn and learn more, and I hope that you are ready. Well, we, I am ready, you're ready, and you're right. I hope you are ready. Get your Bible, and we're getting ready to get started. Yes, let's learn together. Let's become wise together in uh, God's Word. That's right. We're going to be talking about wheat and how. Wheat and how. Well, that's no one on me. I've learned something. I ain't close <laughs> I, I haven't quite got into this one. Well, we, we get ready to find out what weeping and howling is. Okay. We're going to start with... Uh, scripture Matthew chapter 6 and verse 21 Matthew chapter 6 and verse 21 <clears throat> for where your treasures is there will your heart be also <clears throat> that's part of it read that again well where your where your wealth is is there Will your heart be? Will your wealth, your riches, your money, your cars, exactly. your houses, your TVs, your your uh, games, your whatever, whatever your, your riches is, are, your whatever your wealth is, uh, you know your Nintendo uh, <coughs> games, whatever it may be, you name it, whatever it may be. There will your heart be. That's exactly right. So be careful where your treasures are. Yeah, be careful where you store your treasures up. We have to be aware of those things. See, we don't think about where we store those things up. Because 
That's where your heart lands. That's where your heart is. That's your God. That's right. That's your God. So if everything you store up is right here on this earth, right here before your eyes and man's eyes, right here where you can see it, feel and touch it, then that's where your heart is. Your heart goes no further than right here. And I would hate to think that all my treasures are stored right here. I would hate to think that this is as far as I go with my treasures. I, I, I would want all my treasures to be stored up right here on this, on this corrupted earth. I wouldn't want to be either. I wouldn't want to think that. I would because think it, it's going to disappear. I would think. I would like to think I'm much higher than this. That's right. Don't you remember um, the popular television show "Who Wants to Be a Millionaire"? Yes. Well, it suggests that many people vicariously enjoy the rags to riches fantasy and probably hope it could happen to them someday. But wealth isn't all that many believe to be. Studies suggest that increasing income follows the law of diminishing returns. <clears throat> so beyond allowing people to live comfortably, more possessions do not buy more happiness. Meaningful relationships, job satisfaction, and a purpose life, purposeful life usually make a greater contribution to one's happiness than does wealth. So the best thing are freely given, such as loving words, yes. a smile, yes. a listening ear, yes. simple kindness, acceptance, respect, sympathetic touch, and genuine friendship. So those don't cost anything. No, we get those for nothing. That doesn't cost you one dime. And you better believe it. When you land there in the hospital in your sick bed, just a simple touch and someone to say, I love you. Money can't do that. Money can't do that. You, that energizes you to fight to keep on living or to fight to get well. Someone to say, I care. Money can't do that. That's right. Even mm -hmm. more precious are the gifts given by God, faith, hope, wisdom, patience, love is in there, Ooh. contentment, Ooh. and many other blessings that come through His Spirit's presence in our lives. Whoa. So the irony is that while many Christians would agree with these sentiments, their daily living suggests that selfishness often has the upper hand. As well, well, you know, greed is a big a, mistake. That was a key word right there. Mm -hmm. Selfishness. Selfishness often has the upper hand. It has the upper hand. Yes, we are so mm -hmm. selfish and into ourselves that it has the upper hand of all those kind, sweet, loving things we just said before. So the reason, the, the question is, as soon as we get a certain age, the biggest thing we want to do, I need to go to school because I want to make 
you ain't going to school just to be going to school. You're going to school so you can get a job to make more, more money. More money. So you can be important. So you can be you can somebody. You can buy that house that you're looking at, the car. Yeah. You can find that man. So you can, uh, you can get some letters behind your name so mm -hmm. people can respect you. Well, them letters don't always get respect either. Well, that's what you think. That's what I mean, come on. When you, when, let's be real. When you, when you, when you say, I, I, you know, I, I want to be uh, uh, somebody, I want to be respected, I want to make big money. What you're saying. I, I, what you're saying, you're, you're talking about letters and piece of paper. So you you're all about you're all about self, and you're all about. I want to be book. known for this. Right. I want to leave a legacy. I want to do you right. Right, but you haven't talked about one time about your soul. Nope. Not one time about if I died, standing there in line to get that degree, would where would my it? soul be? Amen. Where would I go? In other words. What you're saying is there's nothing wrong with going to school, right. working, right. and doing what you need to right. do. But don't let that be number one. Don't let seek that. Seek God. Seek you right. first the kingdom and all his righteousness. And all that, what you're talking about, will come. Unto you. That's, that's the word. That's the word. word. That's the word. God said it. That's right. So uh. we're going to go to uh, James chapter 5 and verse 1. Okay, James. Chapter 5. And verse 1. Mm -hmm. Okay. Trying to find Brother James. Here he is. Chapter 5 and verse 1. All right. Come now, you men of wealth. Give yourself to weeping and crying because of the bitter troubles which are coming to you. Whoa. Whoa. So what no doubt oh, that would have gotten his whoa, reader's attention. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's what we talking about weeping and howling. Oh, now. Oh, and then let's get a little bit on that number two there. Cause I think your that's wealth that. is unclean and insects have made holes in your clothing. <laughs> your gold and your silver are wasted. And their waste will be a witness against you. Burning in your, into your flesh, you have put by your store in the last days. Ooh. See, the money which you falsely kept back Ooh. from the workers, Ooh. cutting the grass in your field, Ooh. is crying out against you. Yeah. And the cries of those who took in your grain have come to the ears of the Lord of armies. Don't name it again. <clears throat> we. And how? Oh, my goodness. Did you hear what the Lord said? That's to the one that wants to be wealthy and rich. But and you kept back some of the money, and you could have paid them more. Let me continue. We're okay. going to verse 5. Okay, go ahead. You have been living delicately on earth and have taken your pleasure. You have made your hearts fat for a day of destruction. Oh, my goodness. You, you have hear? given your decision against the upright man and have put him to death. He puts up no fight against you. Mm. Verse 7, go on, waiting calmly, my brothers, till the coming of the Lord, like the farmer waiting for the good fruit 
of the earth till the early and the late rains come. Oh my goodness. Verse 8. Be yes. as calm in your waiting. Let your hearts be strong because the coming of the Lord is near. Say no hard things against one another, brothers, so that you will not be judged. See the judge is waiting at the doors. Oh. Take, an, take as an example of pain nobly undergone and of strength in trouble, the prophets who gave to men the words of the Lord. Amen. Now, did you hear that? Boy, the Lord is right. That's not, not, not. I, I do not want that. I want heaven. That's right. I don't want this money. I want this gold. I'm not rich. I don't need to be rich to survive and live to be comfortable to the outcome. Because, right. see, that brings about pride. Selfishness. Selfishness. That's right. Greed. No, not having any self-control. Mm. Not having any self-control. So you, you don't have the fruits of the Spirit. Stepping on any and everybody to have what I want to keep what I got. Mm -mm. That's right. Let me I, read verse 11 and then we can go on. We say that those men who have gone through pain are happy. You have the story of Job and the troubles through which he went and have seen that the Lord was full of pity and mercy in the end. Mm. So James chapter 1, we're going to James chapter 1 as well. Okay. I want to read that one too. Well, James one. chapter 1 okay. and we're going to do 10 and 11. But the man of wealth that is made low, because like the flower of the grass, he will come to his end. For when the sun comes up with its burning heat, the grass gets dry, and the grace of its form is gone with the falling flower. So the man of wealth comes to nothing in his ways. Mm. So he reminded the rich of the impermanence of wealth. Here in chapter 5, he urges those who stubbornly hold on to it to weep and hide. It is as if their impeding judgment is even now being poured out. So the vivid description continues throughout our passages, bringing to mind the divine retribution for the wicked excess that characterizes the period just prior to Christ's return. So if we can look in Luke chapter 17. All right. Luke 17. Now, 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 don't get the Lord wrong. There's nothing wrong with money. But he's talking about the men. And men, back. men who love money. They hold on to it. See, these are men that love money. And can they, help, but that's right. They love money. They love money so they won't give it to nobody. They won't help no one. That's what he's saying. There's nothing no wrong with having money, but the love of it is the problem. The love, and these, these men have love it. They love it so they ain't giving it to nobody. And so in Luke 17, verse 27 through 29, they were feasting and taking wives and getting married to the day of the overflowing of the waters. When Noah went into the ark, and they all came to destruction. In the same way, in the days of Lot, they were feasting and trading. They were planting and building. 
But on the day when Lot went out of Sodom, fire came down from heaven, and destruction came on them all. Now, I know what you said. Oh, that was in Lot, them days. Look around you, brother. Brother and sister, look around you. What's happening today? Same thing. The same thing. The same thing's happening to man today. He's doing the same thing today with his money. He's locking it up. He ain't caring about the poor. The poor is getting poor and the rich is getting richer. It's the same thing. This came along to let us know not to do what they did then. That's right. And we're doing the same thing. The rich man is getting richer and the poor is getting poor. In other words, we still haven't learned. We haven't learned. We're doing the same thing. God said, if we don't change, that he's going to destroy us too. And we're going to go also to 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1 and 2. Okay. Yeah, he said the same thing. He sure did. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. Okay, we there. But be certain of this, that in the last days, times of trouble will come. Oh, the last days. Last days. Where we at? We, where we're we in get, the last we're days. We're in the last days, whether you want to believe it or not. Look around you. Look around. I know you saw all what they said that before. We're in the last days. And look at that. We we, we were here a thousand years later. We're still in the last days. But remember, you got to remember, in those days, they was eating, feasting, and doing just what we're doing now. And Noah. Noah preached for 120 years That's before right. God came. And then the same thing with a lot. Yeah. They was doing the same thing. So what we're doing now. Right. We, we, we're going on about our business. Okay, well, he said Jesus going to come. He came 200 years ago. He ain't came there. Okay. And so we're going to look at verse 2. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, mm -hmm. uplifted in pride, right. given to bitter words, going against the authority of their fathers, never giving praise, having no religion. Yeah. They ain't giving praise. They talk about religion like I don't know what. That's right. They don't believe in they God. They say, God don't exist. God's not real. If there was a God, why he letting this happen? Why he letting that happen? If there was a God, why was why is this going on? Yeah. They doing the same thing that they did in the old days. And we're gonna also go to uh Revelation chapter eighteen, whenever you get ready to be Revelation Eighteen, verse three through seven. Okay, Revelation. Let me get there. Revelation eighteen, mm -hmm. starting at uh, verse three. Three, okay, I'm there. For through the wine of the wrath of her evil desires, all the nations have come to destruction, and the kings of the earth made themselves unclean with her, and the traders of the earth had their wealth. His wealth again increased by the power of her evil ways. Mm. Verse mm. four. Mm. Hold it, I know we're gonna run. I know she's like wrong. I know, but look at it. Well, and the wealth and the kings. Oh right. well, we know who our kings are. Made their wealth. Look at them. Whoa. Congress, the system, politics, yeah, the system. All of that. The system of this country mm -hmm. is making themselves wealthy, getting fat. Off the poor. Off the poor. 
verse 4. And another voice from heaven came to my ears, saying, Come out of her, my people, so that you may have no part in her sins and in her punishments. Now this is what God is telling his people. He's telling his people, come out of her. So you won't have no part of her. Don't get well, caught up in the system. Well, no, I can't come on. I got to vote. I got to go vote. Mm -hmm. I got to do this. Well, if you don't vote, you don't have no say-so. You, you don't have no say-so anyway. Come out of here. My people. My people. Have them. nothing to do with her. That's right. Have no say-so or whatsoever that's going on with that. Let it alone. That's right. And we're going to verse 5. For her sins have gone up even to heaven, and God has taken note of her evil doing. Give to her as she gave, even an increased reward for her works. In the cup which was mixed by her, let there be mixed as much again for herself. What did the people ask Jesus? Well, what do we do about this quarter, this half dollar we got Caesar? Render to Caesar was Caesar. And to God was God. There you go. And that's what God is telling us today. Come out of here. Let the world, what's the world gave it to the world, and what's mine is mine. You come out of here. That's the world. Don't have no part of it. No part of it whatsoever. That's right. Because so time is at hand. That's right. Time is at hand. It don't matter. These, are, these things must come, must happen. They got to be. Before I come back, these things must come to pass. That you continue to trust in God and do His will. That's right. So as she gave glory to herself and became more evil in her ways, in the same measure give her pain and weeping. For she says in her heart, I am seated here a queen and am no widow and will in no way see sorrow. So... Mm. A similar attitude permeates God's last day church. We're going to go to Revelation 3.17. Revelation 3.17. Okay. For you say, I have wealth, I have got together goods and land, and have need of nothing. And you are not conscious of your sad and unhappy condition that you are poor and blind and without clothing. Mm. This is Laodicean That's Church. We are the Laodicean Church. We That's think we don't we have no need of nothing. We think we have a need of nothing. That God is talking to us right here. Again, here. that's wealth. I have wealth. Mm -hmm. So, interestingly, the Greek word translated as misery when we read James 5 verse 1, comes from the same root used to describe Laodicea as oh, wretched. Amen. In Revelation 3.17. There is so much injustice in the world, especially economic injustice. Sometimes it is so hard to understand why some people get rich exploiting the poor, like we said, and worse, why they seem to get away with it. We're going to read in the Old Testament, oh, Psalm 73. The Old Testament. Okay, now we're going on back to home. <laughs> we're going on back home. See, I like it when we leave home. 
and then come back home. It's Psalm 73. Yeah, okay. I like that one. Read verse Psalm 73. Verse 3, let's verse 3. Yeah. Oops, 73, okay. All right, 73. Starting at verse 3. All right, verse 3. So we're going to read some of this. Because of my envy of men of pride, when I saw the well-being of the wrongdoers, for they have no pain, their bodies are fat and strong, they are not in trouble as others are, they have no part in the unhappy fate of men. For this reason, pride is round them like a chain. Mm. Oh, they are clothed that. with violent behavior as with a robe. Oh, man. Their mm -hmm. eyes are bursting with fat. They have more than their heart's desire. Ooh. Their thoughts are deep with evil design. Their talk from their seats of power. A power is a cruel axe. Their mouth goes up to heaven. Their tongues go walking through the earth. What's he saying? Ooh, not, if that's not like the people of today. That's right. I'm telling I'm you, rich. Lord, I'm I rich. I don't have no need of nothing. And, 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 and always bragging. Yes. Always talking about what they got, how I got it, how hard I work for it. It's mine. Look how well I'm doing. Always boasting. Mm, mm, so mm. verse 10, for this reason, they're full of bread and water is ever flowing for them. And they say, how will the Lord see this? Is there knowledge in the Most High? Truly, such are the sinners. They do well at all times, and their wealth is increased. God is talking to his people. Do you hear him? Yeah, he is. Do you hear him? Now, if you can't understand those words, God is talking to his people. Yeah, now, <laughs> don't get yourself caught up like the, like when he was talking to the rich man. He said, I've done everything you've asked of me, Lord. What else must I do to enter your kingdom? He said, give up all your riches. Give all your riches to the poor and follow me. And he looked at him like, uh-uh. He I'm turned sorry. away in sorrow because uh -oh. he didn't want to do that. I can't do that. He turned away and walked away in sorrow. Wow. This is what we're reading about right here. Mm -hmm. And we're <laughs> going to go with 13. Okay, go ahead. As for me, I have made my heart clean to no purpose, washing my hands in righteousness. For I have been troubled all the day. Every morning have I undergone punishment. If I would make clear what it is like, I would say you are false to the generation of your children. When my thoughts were turned to see the reason of this, it was a weariness in my eyes. Till I went to went into God's holy place and saw the end of the evil door. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what hope is found in these verses regarding this piano? Well, we know that the end is coming. The destruction is right at the door. We're going to read it in verse 18 and 19. You put their feet where there was danger of slipping so that they can go down in destruction. How suddenly are they wasted? Fears are the cause of their destruction. 
So destruction is on its way for the evildoers. Oh, it, it is. Well, see, this is what God is trying to tell his people. Be patient. And, and, Wait. And, and be patient. And if you want to leave evildoers, give yeah. it up. Come out of that world. Let right. go all those Let things. Let go all that. Because all it is is temporary, and you're going to lose it anyway. You either lose it when you die or when... The end, when you come back, you're going to lose it regardless. And quit holding the poor down. Give. For your greed. For your greed. He's talking to his people. Yeah, he is. He's trying to tell his people, don't be doing like the world. Come out of here, my people. Come out of here, my people. Mm -hmm. He's trying to tell them, get themselves right. Because right. time is winding up. Okay. Yes, it is. You know, we're going to stop it right here. Okay. And But we're coming back, so don't you move that down. We're going to take a break, play a song, and come back and talk more about we and how. Right here on LPJ 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing Bible Study Hour.
We're back. Peaceful Wanna Flow. We are back. So we want to thank you for joining us. If you just joined us, we are talking about we and how. Right here on LPJ 64, Mr. and Mrs. Sweeping Bible Study Hour. We know that throughout the books of the Old Testament prophets, we find a concern for justice and the promise that God will act to set things right. But this persistent and settled sense of hope did not seem to make the uncomfortable and perplexing period of waiting for God's intervention any easier. For instance, writing at a time of widespread apostasy among God's people, when Babylon, swelling with pride, celebrated its power and prosperity, the prophet Habakkuk peppered God with pointed questions. So we're going to go to Habakkuk in the Old Testament. It'll be Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 2 through 4. Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 2 through 4. All right, 2 through 4. How long, O Lord, will your ears be shut to my voice? I made an outcry to you about violent behavior but you do not send salvation. Why do you make me see evil doing, and why are my eyes fixed on wrong? <clears throat> For wasting and violent acts are before me. There is fighting and bitter argument. For this reason, the law is feeble and decisions are not effective. For the upright man is circled round by evildoers because of which right is twisted. Mm. <clears throat> well, that's how we feel today. Well, you, you know the Lord said in the end time, wrong will become right and I right know. will become wrong. That's what that it is. It's twisted. They, they twist it around. It, you know, it, it people, people when you speak about right, they get mad. You speak about wrong, they clap their hands like, yeah. oh, amen, brother, you're right, because you're talking about doing something wrong. And you're talking about right, well, they look at you and frown up at you, you know, like you did something wrong. You did, because you talk about doing right. So exactly. you did something. You did something wrong. And the Lord said we will be in those times. We're right there in them <laughs> times there. right now. Absolutely. And if you tell somebody they're wrong, they get mad. You tell them they won't, you tell them they rock, and they'll get mad. And you tell them what they did and it was wrong. And you pat them on the on the back for doing wrong and it's like they're your best friend. That's true. But you know, God's short answer was to trust in him and wait a little longer. And we're going to look at that in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2 through 4. All right, 2-2. Two, 2-4. Two. Two All right. That's it. And the Lord gave me an answer and said, Put the vision in writing and make it clear on stones so that the reader may go quickly. For the vision is still for the fixed time, and it is moving quickly to the end. And it will not be false, even if it is slow in coming. Go on waiting for it, because it will certainly come. It will not be kept back. Mm. As for the man of pride, my soul has no pleasure in him. But the upright man will have life through his good 
Oh, no plans with a man that has pride. That's, That's right. right. You see, because pride will take you down. Exactly. And pride will take, it'll take a good man down, it'll take a bad man down, it'll take anything down. Exactly. Because a poor man with pride will lose everything he got trying to become rich. And a rich man will lose everything he got trying to, right. show, trying to show and be above everybody. Exactly. So, and the prophet did just that. So we're going to look in Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 17 and 18. Okay, 17 and 18. <clears throat> All right, we got to the 17, 18. For though the fig tree has no flowers and there is no fruit on the vine and work on the olive comes to nothing, and the field gives no food, and the flock is cut off from its resting in resting place, and there is no herd in the cattle house. Still, I will be glad in the Lord. My joy will be in God of my salvation. Amen to that. Amen. So I'll that's what he's telling us to do. So Habakkuk is, had done the same thing. So he's telling us, still, be glad, because we're glad and have joy in God. Well, yeah, he's telling you that he is he, my salvation. That's where the your Lord joy. The Lord God is my strength. Yeah, joy, your joy should be in God, not mm -hmm. not the world, not the things of the world, not getting rich, not staying rich. If you are rich, staying rich. Don't your joy shouldn't be in your money, your house, and your car. Your joy should be in in the Lord. Anyway. In the Lord from and the then, beginning. So you have most people. If you got money. That money is not just for you. It's to help those that are in need. Oh, no. My money? I'm the one to work hard for that. What are you talking about? But see, the Lord is the one that allows you to work to get the wealth well, I, to help I, others. I understand that, but I'm the one who works hard for that. I can't just go around giving my money away and I work hard for it. Well, that's why you're losing, because oh. you're not giving it to help others. Oh, see, as you give your money away, God will bless you to continue oh, to get the wealth. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> See, that's a man with pride. That's why a man with pride falls. That's why they fall and they lose. That's right. Because uh, there's no love in his heart. He suffers, prideful, stingy, and all that. And I tell you what, he can't enter the kingdom. That's right. See, let me tell you what, if we think, I, I know, we think, well, you know, he don't know what he's talking about. But let me tell you what, if I don't know what I'm talking about, pride is sin. And if you think you're going to help him with pride, you're wrong. None because God says sin will not exist no more. That's right. And if Amen. you think you're going to take pride to heaven, you're wrong. Well, first but, of all, when you die, you can't even take your money no way. Well, you can take pride. And pride, that's why pride will not exist exactly. because sin won't exist no more. God says sin will never exist again. And if you got pride, if you take pride to your grave, you're going to wake up with it. And if you wake up with it, you are not going to heaven. That's right. You yeah. got to get rid of them things. Yes, we have a lot. We have got to understand what God is telling us and we want to make it in. Just because you haven't committed adultery, you haven't fornicated, you don't lie, you pay your tithes, but you're full of pride, look out. 
That's why we all need prayer. Look out. Yes, right. Amen. Look out. And I'm talking about us church folk because I'm one of them. I got something to get rid of. God got to work on me too. Hallelujah. He got to work on me too. But we need to wake up and smell the coffee because God is talking to his people. We need to shape it up or ship it out. Well, we're at the end of time, so we better hurry up and get it right. That's right. So, you know, we had went to James chapter, we're going back to James in the New Testament, chapter 5 and verse 2 and 3. James, okay, chapter 5. And verse 2 and 3. 2 and 3, okay, I'm back. So, your wealth is unclean and insects have made holes in your clothing. Your gold, your silver are wasted and their waste will be a witness against you, burning into your flesh. You have put by your store in the last days. So what warning is James given here? Well, we know that he's saying rotten wealth, moth-eaten, clothing, and even silver and gold is rusting. Well, these are images for us to consider soberly as our planet spins blissfully on faster and faster towards its demise. In other words, you can enjoy that money now, but all this destruction and the hurricanes and everything that's happening, you can lose your money in a matter of seconds. Oh, it yeah. It won't be worth nothing. Pay attention to the stock market. Oh, man. There's people putting money in there and wake up the next day and they broke. Well, not only that, there's so many people look at the 401k and they use that because they're going to retire. They plan to retire tomorrow and broke. Well, that's called stock so market. So they can't retire. That's stock market. That's the way the stock market works. And, and, and they broke. So you better depend on Jesus. Get his hand, take his hand to hold on him because you're living in a world that's not stable. And not only that, that is so correct. You got people that don't barely have food to eat, but they have gold and gold play the lottery, or they'll go and they'll go gamble trying to get rich. And that is a sin. And that's a sin. That's a sin. Gambling is a sin. Poor people trying to gamble, get rich, playing the lottery, trying to get rich and get rid of the government. Government ain't racing. Yeah. It's all a sin. You see how sin is sin? We don't see it as sin. It, it, is. it is. Everybody trying to get a pot of gold. Where? Ain't a, a rainbow about empty. In, about in other empty. words, even if you get the pot of gold, you gonna you can you'll still lose. In, in other words, the world's economic situation always seems to be going from one crisis to another. Even the good times when they come rarely last and are always followed by a downturn. So any semblance of economic stability and tranquility that the global marketplace might offer is fleeting and largely imaginary. Discontent and instability grows as the disparity between rich and poor widens. All right, all right, amen, amen. That, Such, that. That's right. Such was the situation when James wrote that poor 
were growing increasingly desperate and the rich more intolerant of the plight of the destitute. Mm. So we got to remember, no matter, today the stock market may be stable and by the end of the day, it can go down. Or you wake up tomorrow and it be down, 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 down. So again, we've seen people be rich and tomorrow they don't have a dime. So it's not important. Richness comes from Christ, and yes. because of Christ, we are rich in Him. That's right. And rich in Him means rich in health. That's right. And then rich in health is the best piece of gold you can have. And rich in soul means you have a place in the kingdom, and a place in the kingdom is more than this world can ever offer you. And you're right. So sooner or later, Worldly wealth loses its luster for all of us. We learn its limitations and maybe even its dark side. Money has its place. The problem is when people put it in the wrong place. Amen. And we do that a lot. We put it everywhere but where it belongs. And it do not belong in the place of you losing your soul. That's the wrong place. That's the wrong place. That's why James said money will be a witness against you, those who misuse it. That's right. It will be a witness against you instead of for you if you misuse it and make it your God. It will be a witness against your soul instead of for you. Though he gives this warning in an end-time contact, the point should be clear. How we use our money matters. The image of flesh-consuming fire is meant to wake us up to the seriousness of the choices we are making with our money. Are we heaping up treasures that will ultimately be burned up, or are we saving for eternity? Amen. That's what we got to understand. Are we doing? What are we doing with our money? And most of us are so caught up in just going to school, and I want to make money, and I want to get these letters behind my name and not even thought one day for your soul. So, yeah. Lord help us. We better change our ways. We need to consider that well, we need Christ. We have to make a choice now. We better remember that the Lord told us that when you get your glory here on earth, you ain't got nothing coming. You have nothing coming in the kingdom. So, you think about where you want your glory. Do you want it here or do you want it in heaven? Because if you get it here, you have nothing coming from our heavenly Father. Exactly. So, reading through James, we may notice that several different categories of wealthy people are mentioned. When we go to James chapter 1 and verse 11. Right there. For when the sun comes up with its burning heat, the grass gets dry, and the grace of its form is gone. With the falling flowers, so the man of wealth comes to nothing in his ways. So, including the rich merchants who will be cut down in the midst of the pursuit. Business people who sue to protect their investment. And that's in James, we read James chapter 2, verse 6. But you have put the poor man to shame. 
Are not the men of wealth rulers over you? Do they not take you by force before their judge? Mm -hmm. They're taking you to court for them. That's they right. Protect their investment. That's what they right. doing now? They're taking the court. They're taking your car and taking your home and everything else. What are they taking you for judge? They're just taking everything you got. Exactly. So taking your paycheck, gunsing your paycheck. And you also you're right. Agriculture landholders who have withheld wages from their laborers. We're gonna to go to James chapter five and verse four. Okay. See the money which you falsely kept back from the workers cutting the grass in your field is crying out against you. And the cries of those who took in your grain have come to the ears of the Lord of armies. And not, not kept back. Who keeps money back That's from right. you? They held back wages. Our they held back wages. Income tax, taxes, federal tax, IRS. state tax, RS. Oh, come on. You pay them all year, and then you've got, at the end of the year, you got to pay them even more. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. See, it's all, it's all, it's all right here in the Bible. We, we might not want to see it that way, but that's all. He don't know what he's talking about. We have to pay taxes to take care of our country. We have to, yeah. You buy a house, when you get done paying for it, you still pay taxes we, to keep it. We do have to, but they don't have to keep going up, 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 No. No. Because when you get through, the poor people are getting the results. People that got money, got all kind of rights, all write-offs, and everything else. The poor people are suffering. So these verses describe the rich negatively based on their past behavior, present attitude, and future punishment. These people have essentially heaped up treasures at the expense of the poor. At the expense of the poor people. And, the we poor people. and they continue to do that. The, the economy, the inflation, it only hurts those that are poor. Right. And then they make try to make it look like you're getting this much back, you're getting that much back. No, you're not. No, you're not. It's the poor that suffer. Oh, Every time. But God is going to take but care God of it. Says, God says, vengeance said, is mine. That's right. Vengeance is. I will make your enemy your footstool. That's right. I will. The time is coming. Oh, just hold on, brothers and sisters. Hold on. Hold you know, on to God's unchanging on. hand. Amen. You know, in Israel, in the Bible time, as soon as wages were paid, many, if not most of the workers, used these earnings to buy food to feed their families. So withholding wages often meant the family had to go hungry. Thus, it was a serious matter that James was addressing here. So no wonder then that James spoke so strongly against those who held back wages from those who work for them. It's bad enough to defraud anyone of anything, but for someone already rich to hoard wealth by stealing from the poor is a sin. It's a big sin. Amen. Not just against the poor, but a sin against heaven itself. Mm. Did you hear that? A sin against our heavenly father. Not not just against the man that they held the wages for, right. but a sin against the heavenly father. 
Exactly. And him and his father. Oh, and all thank, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for you, heavenly father. Thank you, brother, heavenly father. Grace and mercy is coming. Eventually, we, as poor people, will get de- will be delivered. And even there's some rich that will change, have their heart changed and do what's right. And do you what's right. You can be saved as well. We'll do what's right. But we'll you got to remember, right. you can't do that and think you're going to be able to make it to the kingdom if you continue. That's right. Like the Lord said, give up your riches and follow me because your riches is in Christ. He the one give you the help and the strength to get wealth. Because read number nine here. This is what God said. Read number nine there. I like that. Say no hard things against one another, brothers. So that you will not be judged. See, the judge is waiting at the door. Ooh, God is waiting at the door. Amen. He's waiting at the door. Let me tell you, time is coming where everybody's going to pay. Everybody's going to pay. That's right. That's why he wants to change our ways. Choose you this day. Who you? you will serve. Amen. I Amen. put before you life and death. Choose life. That's right. So Choose through Christ God. Jesus is the only way that we're going to make it to the kingdom. And we need to realize the money that we are making, if in fact you are rich, be careful that you're not getting rich off the poor. Mm-hmm. So we just want to thank you for joining us. We're going to play another song. We'll be back with closing comments and also give you our email address. We love doing Bible study because it teaches each and every one of us what we need to be doing at this time in the end time so that we can make it into the kingdom. So keep it locked in on LPJ 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Thing Bible Study Hour. Prairie is Prairie. 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 Prairie.
mind to pray. Dear Almighty and Omnipotent God, our Father, our Creator, and Everlasting Help, we humbly approach your throne in the precious name of Jesus. We eagerly enter your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise, recognizing you are infinite in power and might. The fullness of your ways are past knowing, and your majesty is both seen and felt. Your word says you will grant us the very desire and will to do those things that are pleasing in your sight. 
In the name of Jesus, the first and the last, we ask for our mind to pray and revelation to have a deeper and more intimate fellowship with you. We ask that you drive out all distractions and the cares of this life and give us a sincere heart to seek your face with great expectation and hope. Let us have the same attitude of Christ, who was totally faithful and dependent on you. In the name of Jesus, help us, Holy Spirit, to submit our minds to the purpose and plans of God while teaching us how to follow him daily. Let us turn from our wicked ways so that our sins be forgiven and that you hear our prayers and restore our land. In the name of Jesus, renew our minds and saturate them in your word that our thoughts are pure and steadfastly focused on you. Draw us near and let us listen attentively to your voice, cherishing every moment in prayer and fellowship with you. Let us desire your presence more than our natural food and give us a mind to pray and seek your kingdom above all else while trusting you to provide all of our needs. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And may the windows of heaven open and pour upon you a, a bundle of blessings. And may you have a wonderful, wonderful and blessed week. But first of all, if you have any Bible questions or you need prayer, you can email us at robtgina50 at gmail.com. And remember, we come on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. From 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah, and also we have a chat box. So you can come into the chat box. Yeah, and chat with us yeah. while we online. While we online. You can also do that as well. Yeah. And you so, can ask, for, ask Bible questions even at that time as well. Right. So, so come on, have fun. We're discussing uh, the Lord's Word and then join the Word with us. That's right. So have a wonderful and blessed Sabbath and have a good night.